Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feels like we're coming in hot. Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show brought to you by Southern Ag Credit. Financing life outside the city limits. Southern Ag Credit. Good morning. Welcome in. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Hope you're doing well. Um, we're about to show me the money. Looking forward to that. And I get to pick Old Miss Georgia. We've had Jason pick Old Miss Georgia. Lee Sterling just picked it. Uh, Bartu didn't really pick it. He told you which way he would bet it. Um, well, that is picking it. Um, he didn't give us an exact score. How about that? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jason did. Jason has Ole Miss going to Athens tomorrow. Actually, they'll go today. But Ole Miss uh, tomorrow night against Georgia, 38 35. He picked the same score from last weekend when they played Texas A&M at home. So they're going to play a better team on the road, and it's going to be 38-35, according to Jason. I like it. We're powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Bet $50 at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Play Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for 30 You know, over the years, I've talked about our, our female uh, listenership growing, and it's great. Um, and it's now, you know, in that 20 per, 22 to 27% range, which is great, huge. Um, when I started, I would think, I don't know, 2 3 4% maybe. And so sports talk radio has changed. Women love football. They love sports. They know what's going on. They very much understand, you know, it's first down. you got to punt. You know, you got to score. Well, I was talking – there are two females who listen. There's plenty. I mean, there's there's thousands. But two, Lissa texts the show this week. She'd been quiet for a while, but she still listens. And then I saw Sarah, her friend, last night. We were out to dinner. And it's kind of a competition between the two, and I love it. Um, they're, they're, they're Ole Miss fans. Uh, I've known them both for a long, long time. Uh, I know their husbands. Um wonderful people and so i was like that this is what we you know starting years ago when we did the show we started doing the show you're like you want to bring as many people underneath the tent as you can because as one of one of the guys who i really admire in the business said it's just a circus that's all it is okay 
and you're just trying to, you know, you, 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 uh, lions and tigers and bears, whoever, you know, people, whoever wants to come in and, and have a good time. Um, and as I've said, you know, we're going to continue to tr- trend toward food, beverage, and travel, you know, a little bit, right? The pie is going to continue to increase in that space on this show because, uh, one, it's it's a natural fit for us, and it's the way to go, whether we're talking about a boar's head pizza or, you know, uh, game day sliders from Bulldog Burger and everything in between. And our game day beer, which today is Stella Artois. But the point is, um, love that, you know, anybody listens, male or female. But love that Lissa and Sarah uh, listen to the show when they can. And that's what we've wanted for years. And it continues to grow. Digital, you can stream the show on the Out of Bounds radio app, uh, on thezone1059.com. And don't forget that we're on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. So when Wendy was gone this week, I was like, you know, I'm going to pull up pull up Bar 2 on my TV on Spotify and listen to it. And I thought, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, 17, 18 years ago, I couldn't do that. And it sounded great, thanks to Jake Manning and MSSmartHomes.com. If you want the games and your music and your movies to sound amazing with the Sonos system and you want to be able to control it from your phone, MSSmartHomes.com. Go ahead and get it on the books. You know, they may, may take a couple of weeks, but you can get ready for what? NF, the last part of the NFL, bowl season, college football playoff, Super Bowl, all that. Of course, we got basketball uh, kicking off with, with Chris Jans and Chris Beard and and, and all the other, uh, Bruce Pearl and Calipari and, and all the other wonderful, co- even Rick Barnes, who I gave hell. And, and although he's still come up short in the NCAA tournament, he is one hell of a coach. Let's do Show Me the Money, Jason. When the lights are about to be turned off, you know what you need. Money! Because you got to somehow make that paper, right? Right. Money! Show me the money! You come to the right place for that because it's time for Bo Bounds to show you the money. All right, Jason. It's powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, and it is one hell of a place to watch the games with your buddies. It is full bar and food, TVs everywhere. It's just a ton of fun. Bet 50, play Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for $30. Jason, what are we starting with? I hope it's the game that I think we are. Uh, well, Jimbo Fisher is powered by not getting fired. Um, and so right now he is a 17-point favorite hosting Mississippi State at home, coming off the hard loss to Ole Miss. Are you going Jimbo still getting fired but winning the game? Or are you taking the dogs? Oh, I'm taking Texas A&M. <laughs> and m I figured. <laughs> I, I, it's going to be an absolute blowout. Um, you know, look, this team is in a bad spot. We all know the drill, and uh, it's unfortunate what happened last December, and they're still uh, trying to work it out and, and figure it out, and uh, they haven't had their starting quarterback or running back. Uh, it would have made a little bit of a difference, um, but uh, it's, yes, I expect Texas A&M to win. Oh, gosh. 35 to 3? I mean, I don't know if they wow. can, I mean, can they 
How many red zone opportunities will Mississippi State have tomorrow? One? Maybe? 28 to 3? I mean, they, they may – Texas A&M may check out. So, 27 to 3 if the D, you know, stays in there. But eventually they're going to get frustrated. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I'll take Texas A&M. Go ahead. Ooh, so calling us stomping on the Bulldogs. Uh, let's go to the game that I think you wanted first. How about Ole Miss – Plus 10.5 at Georgia. Now, it's supposed to be a monsoon, and they still don't know if Brock Bowers is going to come back. So, Ole Miss plus 10.5, night game in Athens. You taking the Rebs or the Dogs? Oh, I'm taking Georgia. Oh. Yeah, I- I'm laying the points. Um, you know, I got Georgia somewhere in the 31 to 17 range. Uh, Georgia may not be dominant, but they're good. Uh, Ole Miss has had a magical season. Um, their fans are excited, and they should be excited. I've actually talked to like three or four Ole Miss fans this week that uh, have their head on straight, and they're like, look, man, I'm enjoying <laughs> it, but I get it. I mean, look at who we beat. Um, I expect Georgia to win, and I expect Georgia to cover tomorrow night in Athens. Okay, well, uh, terrible news to me, but moving into what the Big Ten game of the week is, Michigan Harbaugh, the goose chase, going into Penn State, a four-point favorite at 11 a.m., the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game. Are you taking the Wolverines, or does James Franklin finally get that quality win he's been looking for? (laughs) That was pretty funny, actually. Does James Franklin finally get that quality win he's looking for? Uh, He wins a lot of games. He just doesn't get that huge, monster, amazing win. Um, No, Michigan wins. Uh, Michigan's going to impose their will, and they're ticked about what's happened with the sign-stealing stuff. And uh, they will win by, um, you know, 8 to 10 points, Again, even with Manny Diaz's defense. And it being in Happy Valley, which I've been to for a Penn State-Ohio State game, and it was amazing, I'm going with the Michigan Wolverines, and I'm hoping that they win the national title. Wow, so you're looking for a setup for a big Michigan versus Ohio State game. I really hope it happens. Biggest regular season game in the history of college football. If Michigan wins this weekend. Michigan-Ohio State. Or, I'm sorry, Ohio State at Michigan. Biggest, biggest ratings, biggest game, biggest publicity, big, 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 biggest game in the history of regular season college football. Go ahead. You heard it here first, folks. So now, let's go alabama is basically a different team than they were when they played Texas and South Florida. They are going into Kentucky, Lexington, Bourbon Country, 11-point favorites early in the morning at 11 a.m. You think Saban keeps rolling, or does Kentucky finally put the brakes on them? No, Bama's winning, and I'll lay the points, and that's with Bama sleepwalking through this game. It's the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game tomorrow, and uh, Bama will cover, but, God, they're going to be just checked out, so they win by 14. Wow. Okay. Two touchdowns. Uh, High scoring, low scoring, or you think it doesn't matter? Uh, Well, Kentucky can't score. So I watched them play last weekend. They're not, you know, they're they're physical and they're well coached on the defensive side of the football. But I I look at something like uh, 24-14. No, 24-10, Bama. Okay. Excuse me. I could see that happening. Now, last one, let's go. You know, Billy Napier is looking to make this season as good as he possibly can against Brian Kelly, and the Gators are 15-point underdogs in Death Valley. Do you think LSU makes this a kind of a vengeance game from last week, 
or do you think the Gators can cover the 15 in Louisiana? That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Jaden Daniels coming off, getting through the concussion protocol. I'll take LSU and lay the points. Okay. Even after uh, – so Jaden Daniels is probable. He's not yeah. He's not in the game, but he's probable. So you still take LSU. Well, I'm, I'm going to say – I think he plays. But he yeah, if he doesn't, then it's going to be the wrong call by me. I'm going to go with him <laughs> playing and, and lay the points. Well, other than this Georgia pick, I think you're printing money over here, but I, I think the Rebs are, you know, it's it's the Rebs year. Okay. All right. I, I, but it's the Rebs year, but in in like the way just to go 11-1? and one? Yeah, 11-1 and one, okay. and then Got squeeze it. into the CFP because uh, Washington loses, Texas loses, everything needs to happen. Okay. Are we dropping this interview? We are. All right. Uh, Jason interviewed Ole Miss insider Jason Kern earlier this week, and here it is. Good morning. Welcome in. We are joined by Ole Miss insider Jason Kern on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line, and this interview is brought to you by KCB Residential Roofing and Construction. You don't want to wait until it's too late with roofing problems. Call KCB Residential Roofing and Construction for a free examination today. We want to welcome in Jason Kern, Jason, huge win for Texas A&M over the weekend. And you saw something that Ole Miss didn't do much at all last season, and that was overcome fourth-quarter deficits. Uh, can you tell me the main difference of what you've seen between this team and the team last year? Yeah, again, thank you for having me on. But what I think is the biggest difference is Pete Golding. We finally have a real defensive coordinator who can go in there and win us a football game. You look at two years ago with Matt Corral. That offense was great. That's a big reason why this team went 10-2, and two, I feel like. But when you have a team that can also go 10-2 this year, but with a real defense, it starts to give you some sort of hope. So I feel like when you look at it from that angle, defense wins you ballgames, especially in SEC play. That's the biggest key. Yeah, and the defense, it was more of a bend-don't-break over the weekend um, with second half not being the best of Pete Golding. But what was your biggest takeaway just from Ole Miss squeezing that one out? Just, just It just shows the fight in the team. When you look at... Texas A&M's record, they were 5-3 and three going into the game. That is not something that people should like overlook. This is a team full of five stars in the trenches and a team that's super underrated. Their quarterback went down, so Max Johnson had to step up. But when, when you look at the bigger picture, this is a team full of five stars. This is a team that you can't overlook. And going into that game, it was an 11 a.m. kickoff. Ole Miss had five straight night games going into that, which turned into an 11 a.m. game. So wow. there was pressure when you look at it from that angle. So the way that this team came together, rallied around each other, it showed the defense trusts the offense and the offense trusts the defense. So when the defense gives, a big, gives up a big score, they look at that offense and they know Jackson Dart, Trey Harris, Judkins, and Lane Giffen calling the players can get the job done and save them a little bit. But that when you look at it two years ago, I feel like every drive, the Ole Miss defense would give up a touchdown. And it mm-hmm. just shows when you have a real defensive coordinator, Pete Golding, who came from Alabama, shows that he, he knows how to kind of manage a game from the defensive side. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy hearing them in the press conference talking about how Jackson Dart said, we don't want to score too early, knowing that the offense was going to score. Um, I mean... It's so it, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Insane yeah, offensive no, showing. So. Um, now, with that, going into Georgia, you have to be confident as an Ole Miss fan that you can score on Georgia. Is that 
Is that too outlandish to say, or what do you think? When you look at that game against Missouri they just played, Missouri is a great team. They have a great offense. But it kind of it kind of shows that Georgia is kind of back to earth a little bit. It's like Missouri did things that Georgia wasn't prepared for. And when you look at how Missouri's defense played, they kind of held Carson Beck in check. And I wouldn't really put Missouri's defense that much ahead of Ole Miss because when you look at Ole Miss's defense, they 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 get 3.4 sacks per game, which is seventh in the country, and that is a great stat. And that is a stat you would never see in Ole Miss defenses years ago. You got to show Jared Ivey, Cedric Johnson. The list goes on. The te- this team is full of good players that can get to um, Georgia's just offense. And when you look at this game, it's going to be a battle of the trenches. And what I'm worried about for Ole Miss is the is the Georgia defensive line, and offensive line that I feel like as a group are just so much better as Ole Miss. I'm curious to see how Lane and the group just attacks and how they game plan for Georgia this week because it's going to be super interesting to see. Georgia minus 11.5 now. It opened up at 10. And we're joined by Ole Miss insider Jason Kern on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Jason, is 11.5 too many, or do you see that about right for Ole Miss versus Georgia? I feel like I feel like it's just right because I get it. We're 8-1. and one. They're 9-0. and oh. This is huge. College game day is going to town. There's so much excitement going into this game. In the end of the day, it's the Georgia home game and announced yesterday it's a 7 p.m. kickoff or 7 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. That is a night game in Athens. You would think that the spread should be a little more, but the way that Ole Miss has been playing and all the hype and excitement going into this game, I feel like 11.5 should be good. But, again, it is a Georgia home game, and this team has won 34 straight uh, regular season games. So I feel like I feel like it's it's a it's a pretty fair spread. Okay, well that's how you feel, but how do you think people in Oxford like have you heard that people are confident? And I'm not sure it's easy to say that you're confident in Ole Miss beating Georgia, but have you heard of people saying, you know what, wait, we got a chance this weekend, or are they kind of just writing it off as a loss? Well, let me let me tell you, I I have friends that are taking loans from their parents to guide to, to get a ticket to this game. <laughs> Everyone wants to be in. Weekend. I feel like Athens is the place to be, and it's it's, it's exciting because this is this is a chance that almost has almost has a real chance to go into Athens and beat Georgia, and people want to be a part of it. And there's so much excitement. And like two years ago, yeah, we were good. And but when you look at the the schedule going into this year, and when you see that we play at Bama at Georgia, everyone's like, oh, season is over. There's no hope. Those two games are going to kill the season. But now you're sitting eight and one going to Georgia, and you actually have a real shot. People are people are starting to buy in. They like how this offense runs. They like how the defense can stay in games. It's it's super exciting. And even on game days, you see the town gets packed. Vanderbilt, the stadium was sold out. It just shows that people want to be a part of the season because they see something special. Jason Kern, Ole Miss insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Uh, Jason, I'm not sure if you paid a lot of attention to it, but Lane was taking a couple jabs at Jimbo last week uh, leading up to the game, and then Jackson Dart took a little jab at A&M after the game, saying uh, he thought that they got enough attention in their losses, um, talking about, you know, commenting on Instagram and everything. Do you expect some mind games from Ole Miss heading into this one with uh, Lane facing Kirby for the first time with the Rebs? 
Well, when you look at it, it's so crazy how when Olmos posted that number can in the nation Instagram post, those Anna players out of nowhere, it was so just blindsided why, where those players were coming from and why they posted that. So, yeah, I understand why, like, it's just another chip on the shoulder why we need to win this game. I feel like in a game like Georgia coming up, focus on yourself, focus on getting better, focus on what you need to do to beat Georgia. I would stay away. And let's not, that's for Jackson Dart and the players, but for Lane, he's always got something up his sleeve. He always knows, get your popcorn ready or whatever. Yep. He's character, and that's what he's going to do. And he's close with all the SEC coaches. So anything he does do, I don't think it's too personal, but I'm very curious to see what he comes up with this week, if anything. Yeah, I think he just has a, um, he has it out for Jimbo, which I'm pretty sure everybody else could agree with. Um, Jason Kern, Ole Miss insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. I want to look at Jordan Watkins. So he's obviously not at 100%. The Rebels slipped him in and got that trick play where they, the Aggies were just on it, had no idea he was there. Is the news around Jordan, is he at 100% or where is he at now in his recovery? So what I've heard is that he is and should be a full go for this weekend. They were resting him a little bit in the Vandy game, and they didn't want to get him as much in the A&M game. But when we needed him, we used him more. But when we were up by two touchdowns, you didn't see him as much. That's why when A&M stormed down the field, almost with a quick answer to that awesome Jordan Watkins trick play, when he ran to the sidelines and stopped and then was wide open, it was cool to see. And they use him when they need him. And that's exactly what they need to do. When you have a guy like Trey Harris or Dayton Wade, who Dayton Wade out of nowhere has had a fantastic season. Don't, don't get me wrong. But Trey Harris from Louisiana Tech has been just amazing. And when you have a guy like that, you don't have to really worry about always having Jordan Watkins. So that's why they've been kind of, rest, kind of resting him a little bit. But when you look at his hand, yes, he still has tape on it, but I expect him to be a full go for Georgia. And this is the game that he's been looking forward to. And I feel like Jackson Dart, and Trey Harris, and along with Dayton Wade, are just going to be feeling more comfortable with him being right next to them, knowing that Jackson Dart also has another target to throw to who's extremely reliable in the end of the day. Yeah, and do you see Z- uh, Zachary Franklin at all? Do you expect him to kind of have a coming-out party against Georgia, or do you expect him to, you know, if Jordan Watkins is back, do they really need him on, you know, a lot of snaps? What's the thought process there? So it's crazy. It's crazy because he at one moment he'll have a game, a big game. He had a big touchdown versus Auburn, and then he goes non-existent. So you, it makes it begs the question: Is he really hurt? Is he just not fitting in well with the scheme that we have going on right now? I don't. I don't really think it's the biggest issue. Trey Harris is carrying the load, but he's been great. But when you have defenses guarding or making special plays to guard Trey Harris, you have two perfect weapons in Dayton Wade, who's fast and gets open. And also, don't get me wrong, Judkins is great. Judkins, you yeah. can run the ball. Judkins, last four or five games, over 100 rushing yards. When you look at the first four games, he didn't even get close to 70. So it just shows you that Judkins is feeling good. Uh, Ulysses Bentley looks comfortable. And if we can get – if Jordan Watkins is at full go, which I expect him he should be, there's no reason that this offense shouldn't flow versus Georgia. And I cannot wait to see our offense versus Georgia's defense. That is going to be – Get your popcorn ready, I would say. It's going to be fun. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. Jason Kern, Ole Miss insider. Well, I have a feeling that if Ole Miss does win, what do you think? Will uh, the chicken on a stick catch on fire, or will the town just go up in flames? What do you think? I'm scared. I, I <laughs> care if I were to have next because this team has been waiting for a moment like this. You saw it when we won a championship in baseball, how just this town 
showed up. Every everyone, I feel like every Ole Miss fan was somewhere near Omaha that weekend. When we, this team has a shot at something big, they are so passionate, and they've been waiting for a moment like this. And I feel like there is going to be a lot of Ole Miss fans there in Athens, if not just at the bars in Athens. Just the presence of Ole Miss is definitely going to be felt. And when you when you look at it from an Ole Miss perspective, this is like a Georgia team. Like, oh man, we're back down to earth. We got to start playing well. This is our Super Bowl. Like, this is something we've all been waiting for. And I just cannot wait. Every Ole Miss fan, everyone I talk to, is just it's it's been a talk of town. Even even after the LSU game, it's like, man, I can't wait for that Georgia game. I can't wait to see what this team does. Like, and if you were to tell me that we were going to be eight and one going into Georgia, like, sign me up. Like, I'm so excited. This is just eight and one versus nine versus nine and zero.